apparently Sam is in the chat and ah. update on her uh, Sims game because I, I guess the new Sims 4 expansion came out. Uh, turns out a shelf in her weed shop has been causing a lot of problems. Haunted shelf. Yeah. Yeah. Those pesky shelves. <laughs> Love them or hate them. <laughs> I hate shelves. <laughs> I put everything no. in a cabinet, but it's just a single box. There's no divider. My fridge is just a pile. It's just a pile that's cold. If if I ever saw something like that, like if I went into someone's house and I opened up their refrigerator and there were no shelves, everything was just like in one big pile at the bottom, what would you do? I'd turn around and leave. <laughs> Like, that has to be the sign of a serial killer. <laughs> no shells! Or Does... somebody that's so destitute, they have they need to keep the food for them to eat, but they'll take the shelves out of the fridge. <laughs> it's like, what was, what was so big that you had to put in here and take all the shelves? Oh, I never oh. used the, the shelves. I just never did. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I leave I lead a frugal minimalistic life. No shelves. Piles shelves. only. Shelves. Who needs them? Springer 2020. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh. We lost Melissa's kick camera and she's back. Okay. Uh, uh, we've been having some issues with your camera lately. Am I frozen? You are. Um, uh, now I'm gone. Now it's the Skype logo. Now it's like a... Dark, oh, mm. now it's back. Okay. Let's get a move on with things. Because yes. the audio podcast people are, are just like... They don't the care. What is happening? <laughs> yeah. As far as they're concerned, I've never had a face. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is episode 75 of the Whatnots Captain's Log, uh, where we get together and hang out and talk yeah. about whatever. We've I think done there's going to be a lot of Star Wars talk oh. on this one because there's Disney Plus stuff happening. Uh, there's this whole McC McClunky thing. <laughs> Whom is McClunky? Because you wrote this down and I took a look at it and I thought it was like the worst possible misspelling of Macaulay. It's like, oh, Macaulay Culkin, back in the news. <laughs> What's he up to? McClunky Culkin. McClunky Clunkin. From the all-robot production of Home Alone. Yeah. Um... No, so, uh, yeah, there is a lo lot of Star Wars things happening right now. They just released the second episode of The Mandalorian uh, mm -hmm. on Disney+. Plus. Uh, have, have you gotten a chance to watch it yet? No, I have been out of town most of this week, so I haven't hardly right. watched anything. We will get to that in just a bit uh but yeah so there's the mandalorian uh the second yes. episode came out t t today 
Uh, and then on top of that, all, there's all the Star Wars m- movies uh, uh-huh. up on Disney Plus. Uh, sure I are. Think, I think all of them are up there. Yeah. Um, and then last night, Star Wars Jedi Fallen o- o- Order released, uh, which is uh-huh. a brand new video game. Uh, I played the first hour and a half, and it's fantastic so far. I am loving it. But George Lucas is notorious for editing and re-editing his own Star Wars films. Uh, And as it turns out, there is yet a new edit uh, that we have seen because because of Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. Are you aware that Han shot first? I don't want to get into this argument. I don't think it matters who shot first. I don't know if I necessarily... And everybody's like, Han has to shoot first because that makes him cool. I don't want a hero who shoots first. I don't think that's a good attribute to have. I'd prefer it if he didn't, to be honest. It, so I, yeah, he shot first in the original edit, and then they changed it so he didn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the version on Disney Plus changes it yet again. Uh-huh. Uh, so that they both kind of shoot at the same time, but there's also some new dialogue in the, yeah in, in that scene, and most of it has <laughs> most of it has has subtitles. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But there is one scene where Greedo yells out McClunky, and there's no subtitles as to what that means. <laughs> So it's just McClunky. <laughs> <laughs> is it like that? Is it in that cadence? Is it like an angry police chief demanding I, that the loose cannon cop put his gun and badge on the desk? I I haven't gone back to watch it yet, uh, but apparently this is an e- edit that George Lucas made before the Disney acquisition, mm-hmm. and they just never released it. Sure. And they just decided, hey, why not? McClunky. (laughs) I don't... (laughs) Sam, no, I am not aware of Bigger Luke. I don't even know what that means. I I imagine like a cheat code (laughs) in a video game. They just made Luke bigger. They just (laughs) went in and made Mark Hamill like three inches taller. What is this? Slightly Luke more broad-shouldered. <laughs> what a concept. We're just going to go back, make make the main hero taller. I mean, right. as a human people, throughout history, we get taller, you know, as time goes on. Could you imagine years from now, we're like, pretty much all of us are like, I don't know, at least 5'10 to start with. We're going to go back to old movies. Mm -hmm. We're going to see like black and white man shoot at you. The old cowboy film. And the kids will think, I don't believe this. He's so small. Who is the small child wearing a beard shooting a gun at us? I don't buy this. And they're like, we have to make the man bigger. We have to to upscale him for the times. Humans keep getting taller. So must our films. 
That's funny. So I looked it up. Bigger Luke is a conspiracy theory within the <laughs> Star Wars movies. There have been many elaborate theories as to why uh, there exists a larger version of Luke Skywalker in the original Star Wars films. However, most uh, most theories fall into two gener- two general categories. Uh, the canon Luke hypothesis, sometimes simply the bigger Luke hypothesis, what? in which it is theorized that within the Star Wars universe and canon, there does indeed exist a version of Luke Skywalker that is slightly larger uh, than a posited regular Luke Skywalker or Luke Prime. Okay, or- slow down. So okay, hold on. So in the original film, like the first one that like my parents would have gone to see in the theaters in 1977, is he regular or is he big? Um did they shrink him or grow him over time? Let's see. Luke. I guess originally he's larger? They made him smaller. I don't know. So I'm looking at... Oh, God. Well, in other news, I found an answer about McClunky. (laughs) It is a hut-ease word that can be roughly translated as this will be the end of you. Hence why it's funny and ironic that it was Greedo's last word directed towards Han Solo. Uh, The same word was spoken by Sebulba in Star Wars The Phantom Menace when young Anakin Skywalker stops him from beating Jar Jar Binks. Didn't he say something like Juba Pizzoya? He was like Juba Pizzoya. I. That's I Watto. Sebulba's a different guy. Sebulba's the pod racer. He's the um. He he he, he like walks on his on his two on, on his yeah hands and his feet like stick out. He's kind of dangly. He's a dangly yeah, fella. The, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, no, but yeah, he says something when he loses the race. I don't know why. For some reason, in my head, it's always been Juba Pizzoya. I have no idea if that's true or where that came from. But in my head, that's what he says. And then there's any. <laughs> that's uh Watto. But yeah, so there's like visual evidence on this website that I'm looking at, which is biggerluke.wiki.com <laughs> slash bigger Luke. I am here also. Okay. Okay. I th- Oh, and, and th- th- there's whole stuff of like, aren't you a little short for a stoom a, a, a stoom trooper? <laughs> stoom trooper. You can't even be a full storm trooper. You're a stoom trooper. <laughs> stoom. Uh, it is believed by supporters of the Canon Luke hypothesis that Obi-Wan's line shortly after Luke first succeeds in blocking the training uh, remote shots uh you've taken your first step into a larger world is evidence of obi-wan's knowledge of there being a larger luke skywalker 
dog. This is like Bigfoot. <laughs> just exists a larger Luke is, Skywalker. I'm trying to find the... what exactly is what is the ratio because there's a side by side and like I ain't so good with this, but like what bigger Luke is like two inches taller, if that. Yeah, it's not much. <clears throat> At least it doesn't look like much. This is ridiculous. This is delightful. <laughs> like I, this is the thing about Star Wars is that stuff like this or like Jar Jar Binks is secretly like an incredible force user. Like conspiracy <laughs> theories like this are so hysterical, but also so exhausting to me. This is the reason why yeah. I stay exactly the distance away from Star Wars that I am. I know enough <laughs> to know these things, but not deep enough. Like I don't want to get I don't want to get in a single argument about Star Wars. I want to get up to the argument line in knowing things about Star Wars and no further, yeah. please. Yeah, like I don't actually care about like a bigger Luke theory or what McClunky actually means or stuff like that. I, I I think for me, it's a conversation around art and the artist and the consumer. And <laughs> does it ever leave the artist's hands where it's just completely done and it's no longer theirs it's it's an interesting conversation to have i have to say that for all of his tremendous wealth that george lucas has i think mm -hmm. it's kind of quaint and charming that what he wants to do with this wealth is go back into this movie he made as a young man and say i always wished i could have added more rocks and now i can i can there afford all the rocks i want there are the rocks. Like, it's so, it's unnecessary, but in such a kind of lovely, simplistic way. It's like, you know what? Just have all the rocks you want. Like, you ain't hurting anybody. <laughs> no harm has been done. More rocks. More the weird CGI song and dance sequences in Charger and Jabba's Palace. I don't mind. I don't care who <laughs> shoots first. They'd like you to die peacefully eventually. Yeah. Um,. Yeah, so I I have seen the first two episodes of The Mandalorian. I watched How the you second like it? one uh, shortly before we started recording this. Got home and watched it while I ate my food. Mm-hmm. I'm loving it. Good. I think it's pretty fantastic. It is... I, I, it is one of my favorite tropes, but I okay. can't say what that tr trope is is because that kind of spoils something okay it, but yeah there is a nice surprise that comes at the end of episode one people have been saying it's a twist i don't think it's a to a twist it's just a mm. reveal okay um but i'm i'm liking it so good how far it's is definitely very different. It looks fantastic. It looks like Star mm -hmm. Wars. It's very influenced by westerns mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Like it opens up with the classic. Like he opens up the the saloon door and he mm -hmm. walks in and it goes silent. They're just like, "Hey, you made me spill my drink," and then he just he you know he just pew 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 pew. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and then he's like, wow, that's badass, man. So yeah, it's good. I'm liking uh, it. All, all I've watched so far, I just watched the first episode of The World According to Jeff Goldblum. How's that? It's so fun. My mom was over because her kitchen is being remodeled, as previously mentioned, where my dad <laughs> is trying to get the people he's buying the granite countertop from to give him the hole they have to cut from the sink. Because yep. he's like, I paid for the whole slab. Give me the hole. <laughs> so the, the kitchen's being remodeled. So she was over here this evening baking something. And I put that on thinking, this seems like pleasant, pleasant family-friendly content for mom and I. It was a great time. It, it's mm. just Jeff Goldblum picking something he's interested in and he wants to learn more about and he just, you know, wanders out there into the world and he learns about it. And the first episode is all about sneaker culture. Okay. Which I don't know about. And mom doesn't either. It's one of those things that we know my nephew likes, but we don't know any specifics about it. We're just like, oh, yeah, Mm -hmm. sneakers of some kind. Aiden's into those. So I'm like, let's put this on and see if we can learn any fact we can take back to Aiden and impress him. We have not yet. <laughs> it's No, it's really fun. It's charming. And I was listening to a Disney podcaster who does a lot of Disney YouTube videos. And he's like, the editing on this is great. Like, there's no plain and simple B-roll. Like, all of the graphics they put on screen, everything they do to the archival footage they're pulling out for something, like, they've done something with all of it. Like, even the littlest things seem really creative, which is nice. So I've just watched that, and the first five episodes are so weird. Of course. Exactly like I wanted. That's what I was expecting. Mm, Yeah. It's better than I remember it, actually. There you go. Yeah, I was pleasantly surprised how legitimately spooky it is. And I don't know why nobody talks about this show, because I think it is better than Goosebumps, better than Are You Afraid of the Dark? Erie, Indiana, haven't seen in a while, couldn't report on. But so weird, really good. There you go. A lot more creativity in there also than you would have suspected. Like, you can tell the budget is so thin. But they make it work for themselves. They're still compelling, supernatural and spooky narratives for a young adult audience. So have have you gotten a chance to like put things in your watch list yet of just like, I'm just going to fill this up with stuff? No, I I haven't. No? No. Damn. I just told Um, you everything I've done. I set my profile picture to Perry the platypus. What's yours? Spider-Man. Ah, Mine is Spider-Man. Uh, but yeah, I I started putting stuff uh, in my watch list. There's still some things kind of about the app that I am like, mm-hmm. huh, this feature is missing. I'll Th- say this. feature is missing. Just like with Blade Runner 2049 or whatever it is, the mm-hmm. font is real small. Yeah. It's pretty small. It would be... Nice if they had some more accessibility stuff Mm -hmm. so you could change the font sizes or something. Um, The thing that I noticed that was missing was uh, like, uh, so they, they, you Mm -hmm. open up the app and it's kind of your typical streaming app where it has like, where it has 
rows of different sections of like, mm-hmm. hey, here's Marvel stuff, or here's like exciting family films, or yeah. here's you know st- stuff like that. It does not have one for your watch list. You yes. have to go into the side, yeah, uh, to to view your watch list, and then it does not have a jump back in thing of like hey you were just whoa, 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 watching mm-hmm. uh star wars rebels you left off on a- a- episode three yeah i know like they don't have that i wonder I if there's strange i wonder if there's something where they can't add certain features or not add certain features in exactly the same clean convenient place you're used to seeing them because that makes it too similar to Netflix or something where it gets into a weird area mm. where like, okay, we know these are the features people are used to, but you cannot just copy the interface that closely. You have to put keep watching somewhere else or else it gets into this like legal area of, nope, that, that's where we put ours. And I don't know if this is Maybe. like copyright things or anything like that, but like this is something I've run into. I like see it what work. you're getting at. Yeah. We use two different journal management programs. And I'm like, why does this have this feature and the other site doesn't have this feature? We're like, we really need it. And they're like, the two sites like have to be dissimilar to each other for like, you know, more like Legal competition stuff. monopoly type reasons. Yeah. yeah. Like you can't just copy over every feature that an audience loves. It's like, unfortunately Netflix not that easy. Netflix p- puts that like right at the start. Like, right yeah. when you uh, uh, open up, like, mm-hmm. it's that, like, first or second thing. Yeah. Um, Like, it'd, it'd be kind of neat to have, like, a keep watching tab, like, just slightly above mm-hmm. this stuff. If it has, like, a, a, a hint that there is something else up, up, up that, that, mm-hmm. that, that way, you can just be like, oh, keep watching this stuff up here. Yeah. Damn, you know? Um. Something like that would be neat, but who knows? Yeah, I was surprised to see it missing, but again, there might be all kinds of logistical reasons behind the interface like we have no idea about. Yeah, I I think it's very much it's its own thing. I, yeah. I, I don't think it's looking too much like Netflix or... Stuff like that, but mm-hmm. something like that would be nice. And I don't know if they have a some kind of algorithm to recommend stuff yet. Of like, hey, you've put all of this stuff in your watch list. You might also like this stuff. Yeah, like they, oh, there's a Spider-Man cartoon you forgot about. Yeah, like they um they kind of have it when you are on a specific show. Like if I go to the X Men. Yeah cartoon they'll be like hey you might also like and it'll have like six things there yeah um but there is no like section of just like hey based on what you've watched or what you've put in your watch list you might like these things mm-hmm. so my parents are excited about it uh to oddly enough uh my dad was like, oh man, I really hope they have this one film, and of course they didn't have that one film that he was looking what for. What was it? It was uh, I don't remember the full name. The Scarecrow of something Marsh. <laughs> I don't know. Let me see if I can look it up. Uh, Disney. 
Scarecrow. Uh, the Scarecrow of Romney Marsh. There you go. I love Romney Marsh. He's so great in Mr. Robot. <laughs> Isn't he some kind of political figure? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just trying to name any name that sounds like that. Um, yeah. So they've they've been they they texted me and they were just like, "Oh, we're we're having a lot of fun with this. All of these old films are fantastic." Uh, my mom is into the National Geographic stuff, so they're having fun. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you went out to Chicago. I did. I went up this to is, that cold, tall city. This is like the second time you've been up there in like a month, right? Okay. So first, months and months ago in the spring, my friend Trina said, the Adventure Zone's going to be in Chicago. I've never seen them live before. Do you want to go with me? And I'm like, okay, sure. I've seen them live before. It's a good time. I'll go with you. Now, for people and who then, don't know... Yes. What is the Adventure Zone? The Adventure Zone is a podcast where the McElroy brothers and their dad play Dungeons and Dragons and other tabletop RPGs together. Okay. Their live shows are an absolute riot. And for this one, spoiler alert, they... So normally they do like one-shot adventures from within the campaigns they've been running for the live mm -hmm. shows. They don't do like legitimate ongoing like narrative content. It's just fun side adventures. But lately they've been doing more like completely original one-shot adventures that aren't connected to anything else they've been doing. Okay. So this week we got a really, really wild new and original Christmas story. There you go. That's it's fun. something. It was definitely worth it. But then a couple months ago, my very favorite podcast, Podcast The Ride, announced they were going to do a live show in Chicago. And I'm like, I I have to see them. Like, I don't care how much money or time it takes. I have to go see them. Those are my boys. So I've wound up going, driving to Chicago twice in one month to see a live weird comedy podcast I have to explain to other people and then turn right around and go back. How long of a drive is that? Um, it, you know, Google Maps says five hours. You know, maybe oh, okay. six ish. That's not that bad. Yeah, it ain't bad. The landscape's kind of boring. Did you spend the night there? Yeah. Okay. So my friend had booked us an Airbnb, mm -hmm. and we're double checking the details and everything a couple days before the reservation, and I realized she made it for the wrong day. Oh no! She made it for Tuesday night instead of Wednesday night. Did, did side notes, Hari? Did 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 you see that big long article on the Airbnb scam thing? She that was did. She. This happening? is why we were double checking the details on everything because she's like, this says it's mostly run by couples. We booked from a couple. You know, the, if you go way back in the reviews, it lists a different couple's name, and I'm like, well, maybe it's just like changed hands. Maybe it went from like a sister and her oh, boyfriend man. to. Her sister and her boyfriend. She's like, no, I don't know. If it changes hands, I think it's a different property listing altogether. And so, like, she was paranoid, and that's why we were combing through this entire thing. And I'm like, wait a minute. We don't even have the right date for when we're going to be up there. So we had to cancel it anyway, because, like, these 
Yeah, we're willing to that give it sucks. another shot, but they didn't have the other the night we needed available. So instead, we found this is super cheap. So we needed to stay on Wednesday. It's Saturday when we're looking again for hoping to find another okay. Airbnb. And it's actually close enough that we found a lot of really good deals. I think because people are just trying to like, you know, they're five days out. Can I fill the room? Can I get it for 40 More bucks? People canceled. Yeah. Yeah. So just like, yeah. Oh, I need to make up something. Yeah, I'll sit, you know, give it to you at 40% off or whatever. I just want to see if I can fill Wednesday. So we stayed in this beautiful old Victorian mansion. Yeah. Yeah. That had like, it was full of all these rooms. It's like three stories tall. And like every individual room was rented out to somebody different. And you shared like a bathroom and kitchen space and all of that. But okay. like we weren't there for very long. We hardly ran into anybody. Yeah, and like we didn't, it didn't give us a lot of opportunity to explore the rest of the house. Like it had like a parlor with a pool table and an aquarium in it. We didn't even look at the kitchen. We really just saw our room and the bathroom, but it was gorgeous. Just beautiful old house with like a fireplace and like a giant old king size bed. It was luxe living for like That's real awesome. dang cheap. <laughs> yeah. That sounds fantastic. I, I recommend it. It was a good time. Yeah, so we just drove up there, went to one museum, went to the show, ate brunch in the morning, and immediately came back. <laughs> I think I told me more about the show. Oh, the show was good. They just... every Okay, so they're in this huge old historic theater, and they sold it out, which is actually pretty common for them. They're really sure. popular. They do sell out a lot of shows. This is beautiful old, like, art house 1920s, like, glamorous art deco theater. Mm-hmm. Just, you stare up at the ceiling, and it's all, like, gold crown molding and murals of the muses or whatever. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> and the name of their tour is Become the Monster, because the McElroy brothers every year come up with a motto for this year that's sort mm-hmm. of like their mantra. And this year is Frankenstein teen. <laughs> 20 Frankenstein teen. Become the monster. And so th- that's <laughs> what is written on this like old letterboard marquee outside this historic theater. The Adventure Zone become the monster sold out. <laughs> and I'm like, just what a combination of words for a passerby to just have to reckon with. Like that doesn't string together into so, a cohesive sentence to anyone who doesn't know what's going on. Right. So Besides their like one shot different campaigns that they do, do they use that theme to kind of help inform their decisions in the game? No, that's no, they just uh, so these guys they have two podcasts there's the Adventure Zone, and then there's My Brother, My Brother, and Me, which is just the three boys answering advice questions, sort of. That's the very loose premise of the thing. And that's the show where every year they're like, what's our motto going to be? What are we going to think about this year? And they only really talk about it for like four episodes out of every year. But, you know, they just needed to name their tour something. So they're like, uh, it's the Become the Monster Tour. Okay. Us the more year more 20 a, Frankenstein teen. It's a stupid name. Let's have some fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. See, I, I in, in my head, I imagine them being like... It doesn't matter what the campaign is. <laughs> we have to think is. the way Frankenstein thinks. Well, j- just like, let's say they they pick the campaign first and they have all of that stuff 
planned out of like we're gonna play this game for six weeks or something who knows Mm but uh if they name their tour become the monster that like somehow informs their characters of like they're gonna cause more mischief in that one because they're like i'm gonna be the monster in this one oh that's (laughs) the setting they they already come at (laughs) i don't know if they could be more monstrous than they already are (laughs) that so many people are there in costume like everybody's cosplaying as characters it's that's awesome it's delight like we sit down in our seats and we got really good seats somehow we're in like the eighth row or whatever from the stage and like the girl sitting in front of us like turns around just hands us like i don't know if it was a sticker or a temporary tattoo or what but it had been printed out of like the logo from this organization that the characters work for in the first uh, big D&D campaign they played. It's mm-hmm. like handing out something with the logo on it. Again, I just took it and was like, wow, cool, and put it in my bag. And I don't know if it was a tattoo <laughs> or a sticker or what. This sounds in- inauthentic. So just like, wow, cool. No, I was delighted to have the thing. I just, I was exhausted, Kyle. I woke up at 5 a.m. I did all the driving. I'm trying to book it. I got to get us to our museum reservation. Uh, we have to eat. We have to have enough coffee in us. We have to get, to the, we have to get dressed up. We have to go to the theater. I have, I don't, I don't think I've ever had a relaxing trip away from home in my whole life. They're always like, okay, this Hectic is. Hectic nonstop. This, this is pedals to the metal, every single one of them. So I d- legitimately appreciate the thing and then put it in my bag to think about later. And that time hasn't come yet. So I no, I can't tell you if it was a temporary tattoo or a sticker, but it was one of those. <laughs> That's funny. I'm sitting there in the audience and there's like two bearded guys, a couple rows in front of me. And again, I'm very tired and like some like little light kind of distantly pops on in the back of my head and I don't really think about it. Mm-hmm. And then at intermission, I see these two guys like standing up and like they're a bunch of other people are coming up to them and talking to them. And I'm taking a second look at them, like a good hard look. And I'm like, oh, those that's not just any bearded dudes. That's it's Arnie. Easy top. <laughs> that's Arnie Niekamp and Adel Rafai from Hello from the Magic Tavern, oh, okay. which is another one of my favorite shows. They are Chicago based improvisers. And it was oh, like, sounds wow. like you're gonna be going back up that way to go see them live next. I want to see them live. Like these, are the rest of the shows I really want to see. I'd love to see Hello from the Magic Tavern, Hey Riddle Riddle, How Did This Get Made? That's like a long-standing old favorite of mine. Mm-hmm. That was like in the first dozen podcasts I ever started listening to. Wow, there you go. Lots of them. I don't even, like that's. I think those are my top three. I can't think of any more off the top of my head, but. Yeah, this is all I've been doing. I think all of the trips that I have taken in my adult life have been to see a podcast taping or a comedy festival or a one time I went to a, a music concert. <laughs> but it's mostly live podcast shows that I just jaunt go. around the Midwest trying to go find. That's not bad, though. Yeah, it's a good life. And we went to this museum that's yes. just like... It's I was called about to ask you. About it's that. called Wonder with all the vowels taking out, so Wonder. They I couldn't suppose. afford a vowel. Well, this is the modern thing that uh the youth do now, Kyle. Vowels are old. They were they were like, uh, I'd like to buy a vowel. And they said no. In this economy. 
None. So WNDR is the name of this museum. And it's all interactive, like, art spaces that you walk through. I love this new form of museum, finger quotes, because it is less about walk up to the wall, look at the art. Walk around the sculpture we've placed in the middle of the floor. It's like, we've really contorted the space around you every room you're going to walk through is going to look and feel and sound completely different you can touch things it's all about the sensual not sensual sensory <laughs> visual experience i wouldn't mind a what sensual kind of museum exper- <laughs> you were going to <laughs> i would not mind a sensual museum <laughs> i don't know they did have a couch that looked like a big pair of lips so uh, i guess that's there you go. sensual as it got but yeah, it's like meant to be Instagrammable, but also it's, you know, for your own eyes as well. Not just for the eyes of any followers you may have. It's just walk around experience. and be in there. Yes, they're very experiential places. And so there was like all kinds of like light and sound rooms. We went into this one room that had mirror, like it was all dark and there were mirrors all along the walls. And you step on the floor and the floor is this like digital screen that reacts to your step. And it has this like kind of, I don't know, like if you dropped paint and water, it's like not a ripple effect, but it just sort of like swirls and blooms yeah. around you every step you take. And it lights up and that's the only lights in this dark mirrored room. They've got one of those big small rooms. Speaking of big, Luke. Yeah, I was going to ask, did you see Big Luke in the big, small room? It was just me and her. You know, it's one of those big, small rooms. You can see it like a Ripley's Believe It or Not museum where, like, it's angled and it's got that, like, forced perspective. So, like, one of you looks real, real big and the other one looks real small. And then you swap and you walk to the other corners of the room and then, you know, they're small and you're big. You're like, what? How did they do that? I can't touch the ceiling anymore. (laughs) I am but a mouse woman. I am a borrower. (laughs) They got one of those. There There was an area where they would take your picture and put it up on this digital screen that has like a frame around it. So it's styled like a traditional portrait gallery, but everything is a screen with somebody's photo on it. Like the photo of somebody who's come to the Mm -hmm. museum. So there's like a picture of us in the screen in the frame and then us standing in front of the picture of us, which is very meta. And I liked that. They've got a, a mirror room. Like one of those infinite mirror rooms, all mirrors, just mirrored orbs all the way around. They take it very seriously. You have to put booties on your feet before you walk inside. You're not, you you can only be in there for 60 seconds. You're, of course, not allowed to touch anything. Do they have a, like, a cardboard cutout of Keanu being like, hey, you have to be gone in 60 seconds? Or whoever was in that film. Well, let's see. I'm, all, I'm, I'm like talking out of my ass. And be like, I hope that was Keanu. <laughs> I don't think it was. Okay, God gone in. It. It's Nicolas Cage. <laughs> you just named another Even better <laughs> another man with a long face. <laughs> Nicolas Cage, Giovanni Ribisi, huh? Angelina Jolie. Chai McBride, Christopher Eccleston. There's real now people they have in to have in a cardboard seconds. cutout of 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 him just being like, 
you have to be gone in 60 seconds, my dude. However he <laughs> sounds like. <laughs> Whatever Nick Cage sounds like. I'm... I'm the black and white Spider-Man. <laughs> he sounds like he just woke up and he's very thirsty. I don't know what Giovanni Ribisi sounds like. He's quite a chameleon. Yeah, there's a mirror room. There's a cool area where you, they give you a colored slip of paper and you write whatever message on it you want to write. And then you fold it up and they put it in a pneumatic tube and they shoot it up towards the ceiling and it flies out and it catches on this net. So you look above you and there's this huge <laughs> net strung across the ceiling just covered with like little pieces of paper where people have like written a cute message and it just lives up there on the net. <laughs> there you go. It's, I, you know, it's difficult to like walk you through this place that is so entirely visual, but yeah, it's so right. worth it, Kyle. You got to get out there and you got to live the museum life. There's so many places for you to be. Live the museum life. You know, just be, you could be in an interactive exhibit. You can take all these cute Instagrammable pictures of yourself. <laughs> you could be in a spaceship or a mirror void. Any place you want to be, a museum yeah. has it. Yeah. I, uh, there's a couple museums here in Richmond. A couple. Yeah, there's the, like, Edgar Allan Poe Museum. I think it's super small. It's just, like, one room, some guy's house. I don't know. <laughs> I uh, don't know about that. But then there's a lot of, like, history stuff. And, of course, being, like, the capital of the South, it's a lot, 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 lot of, like history stuff you can go to necessarily interested in you can go to a frank lloyd wright house you can look uh there's the african-american heritage museum an air force mm. memorial that looks very tall uh a caboose <laughs> you want to go to the caboose. alberta caboose kyle <laughs> i'm just we also have a like a science museum there i've never been in there i've oh there's a tank museum people... it's just a huh? big green room and it's filled with tanks just look at some tanks in a big room painted the same color as the tanks I, is that supposed to be camouflage i don't know it's green well it's just a big green room full of tanks there you I go uh, no, I, I know we have some kind of science museum that I think is more of like a children-oriented science museum. Well, here I am on virginia.org slash directory slash museums. There's seven pages of museums you guys got. There you go. Uh, we also have an art museum here in Richmond that I've been to a couple times. Um, There's whatever the associate. There's whatever the Association for Research and Enlightenment is. You can go to a place called Bacon's Castle. Bacon's Castle. Bacon's Castle. I would go to an to a castle if it was made entirely out of bacon. It's bacon um, possessive. It, it belonged to a bacon. Francis Bacon? I don't know. You guys got a planetarium. Planetariums Hamlet, are always bacon. cool. I've been to a planetarium once. I think I was bored. <laughs> well, you didn't do it right. <laughs> I was in like 
third grade, fourth grade. So I, I, I was not in. You guys got a cider museum. Cider museum. Cider. Camera heritage museum. Just a room full of cameras. I don't know what you're doing. It's just staying inside your room all the time over there. Look at how much of Virginia there is for you to explore. Warm? Don't have to stand or walk. There's a, talk I to found people. a second planetarium. It's too many planetariums. No, there's so many stars. You, I think two planetariums per state is appropriate. <laughs> Chrysler Museum know. of Art. This one's free. There are some good date spots, though. Yeah. Yeah. Take a date to a museum. Mm Mm-hmm. That'd be fun. Nothing more romantic than a planetarium. That's why you guys got two. Virginia's for lovers. It needs two planetariums to sustain all that romance. (laughs) So much romance, it's out of this world. (laughs) We had to have two planetariums. Uh, so have you seen the new Sonic trailer? I did. Do you remember the old one? Uh, I had forgotten, but I saw a side-by-side, and this new one sure does look more traditional. Yeah. So much better. (laughs) I, I don't know what happened. Or like, uh, just so I want to know that story. Like, I want a documentary about this film. I will absolutely <laughs> watch that. Because I mean, who who would have thought that that design would have made it? Because it looks really bad. It looks. And, and then they were like, "Okay, hold on, I... we'll we'll fix it. We're so sorry." Okay. Okay, so I don't know anything about Sonic. He eats chili dogs. Mm-hmm. Um, runs fast. Uh, yeah, those are the, his best friend is named Tails. These are my three Sonic facts that I know. I, I don't have an attachment Knuckles. to Sonic. Not whatsoever. Yeah, there's Knuckles the Echidna. There's Amy Rose. There's um uh, there the angry guy. Kissed a human. I, I do know that. I know m- maybe more than three Sonic facts, but like I've never had an attachment to the fella. He's just around. And so this the this older, weirder Sonic comes out and I'm like, oh, okay. Like, I'm not saying I like I would put my own personal stamp of approval on it, but I see how they got there. I can see the thought process that led to Uncanny Valley Sonic. Yeah. Because no. they were because the uncanny valley is what happens when you're trying for something that looks realistic enough to fit with whatever the heck the rest of the tone of the movie is. Again, I'm not saying I would stamp it. But the M-W-O-K. tone is cartoony. Like it's not not, 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 not even realistic in the, that sense. Like it's it's Jim Carrey back to his like over the the top uh, yeah, but comedy uh, style. No, but think about like the live action Scooby Doo movie. Sure. I think they were going for something kind of like that, where that Scooby Doo doesn't look like we just copy pasted the cartoon dog into here with updated graphics. Like he's got a more realistic design for me. to him. 
No, you look at cartoon Scooby and you look at like CGI Scooby. Mm-hmm. He is the middle ground between a real, a, a real big boy, a real Great Dane, and like the old cartoon right in the middle, live action yeah. Scooby Doo directed by Roger Gosnell. Yeah, I think but, they like, were going for that sort of thing with weird old Sonic. Missed it completely, which is easy to do. The uncanny imagine, valley is deep and wide. Imagine though that they made scooby with like human teeth and like some just like some some weird like hairdo on 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 top of it or Mm -hmm. something and it's just like that's that's not scooby that's not Mm -hmm. cute like that doesn't (laughs) like where did you right like that's kind of what happened with sonic like it, it it was just like Hey, we sure we need to make this more realistic looking or something, and so somewhere along the line they decided on that. But just like you look at that, and then you look at the original Sonic, and they look nothing alike. No, <laughs> they they don't look the same. At I all. like I like new Sonic. I would agree he is an improvement. I just don't like that the the tone has been, oh, every human being alive is furious and terrified at old Sonic, right? And I'm like, I, I don't care. I don't care what he looks like. I don't care what he does. Just can we all rest, please? Yeah. And hopefully now new Sonic will bring us rest. We will know peace. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, I liked the trailer. I thought it looked a lot bit, bit better. Shout out to all the people who had to, I'm sure, put in a ton of extra mm-hmm. a- a- hours to fix it and make it work. So I'm sure that was a nightmare. Yeah, um, see, like, this is what I'm like, why well, I'm trying to be quiet. Like, I don't want to put anybody through a nightmare. A design looks weird. We all have to live I mean, with it now. That's what, that's what like, happened. We're going to wrap like, ourselves in a bed under the covers and rest. We made our beds. We lie now. He just looks like, like that. That's the thing. Like, I, I don't think it was ever about, like, oh, we need to go back and, like, make them change this and, like this stuff but it was just su- such a like that's your design for sonic mm-hmm. okay that's yeah. a choice and they were just like "Ooh, you guys don't like it and we're like yeah no and mm-hmm. then the like sonic creator was like yeah that's not a good look for sonic <laughs> and they were like okay we're sorry <laughs> I I am very curious to find to do to learn that deep deep dive into what oh, this yeah. is and exactly how much of the art team was like oh thank God I get the opportunity to change it I can fix that thing they made me do great and which part of them's like yeah. I thought I was done I thought I could walk away from this job I don't want to go back like, I don't want to do this again or, and or like, like was it actually the art team that came up with this yeah. was it some executive that had to be like no it needs to he needs to look more muscular and he needs to have human <laughs> he needs teeth to have teeth like me this yeah. is the number one thing it takes for a human being to connect with a character teeth, <laughs> teeth like me <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, it was bad but uh just like when you buy 
buy a horse and you open up the horse's mouth and you look at its no. teeth. Just like any time you're presented with like... Is that what you like, do when you buy a horse? Look, I like, have well, not personally have owned a horse. Teeth. No, I promise you. You ask... You wander out onto a farm. You ask them, you look at the horse's teeth before you buy the horse, right? And everybody's like, yeah, you look at the horse's teeth. You look at the horse's I've teeth. I've never heard of that. I've never heard of that. You always look at the horse's what teeth. Kind of, what kind of horses are you buying, Melissa? I don't own a horse. Where would I put it? Back there? No, horses are loud. This is, you, you look at a horse's teeth. I promise you, this is a normal activity. <laughs> Looking at a horse's teeth. Google.com. They, they, they did not once do that in Pocahontas. I do not believe this is true. It's, is it like is that a part of like a horse bar mitzvah? You're like <laughs> we can look at your te- teeth. You're you're a horse now. <laughs> Hold on. Okay. Uh, you're checking one of the main control points to see if there are any old injuries, odd teeth, or any issues that would affect why I'm not giving, like, I am not being provided a succinct answer, but it is for legitimate reasons. Like, looking at a horse tooth, like, the the state of their dental work can help you tell, like, is this horse healthy? Have they been well fed? Are they as old as the person selling them to me says that they are? There's a real reason to look at horse teeth. Don't, if you were you buying a horse, but like you and I, we don't need and to count the rings. <laughs> well, now I got two horses for the price of one. Yeah, right. <laughs> what were we talking about before horses? Good old Sanic. <laughs> okay, Sanic the Hedgehog. <laughs> right. Uh, he yeah. had human teeth, but yeah, I'm very curious to find out. As the years go on, what is the fallout from this movie? And if culture will look back on this and say... Festival documentary (laughs) about Sonic. If culture will look back on this and say, yes, it was good that he went back. You know, I I say he as if I'm placing all of this on the shoulders of the director. I'm sure it was a team effort. But like, is it good that the the film went back and said, you know what? The fans were right. We'll make it look the way it's supposed to look. Or is this open the door to like... Too many cooks in a kitchen. And not not to say that, like, fans shouldn't be able to, like, uh, encourage certain facets of a, a representation of this artwork that they love. But, like, too many cooks in a kitchen. Like, yeah. the more people's voices you have in on something, I feel like something gets lost and it gets kind of muddled. And it's a very delicate balance you have to hit with getting all the right opinions Without getting just too many opinions. Too many. Yeah. it Like, the weird thing is that I'm still struggling with is I don't know if I want to go see it. Like, I'm not a particularly big Sonic fan. I saw that original one and I was like, yeah, there's no way I'm going to go watch that. Mm-hmm. But then they've, they've made it look good. Like, the design looks good the trailer was a lot better Mm -hmm. uh and i kind of want to just go support it to be like hey you guys put in a lot of work on this to fix that and it's just this like cultural moment that i want to yeah be a part of now i see where you're thinking like i don't 
I, I don't think I'm going to like this film, but still. Yeah, like, <laughs> I see that standpoint of I, after all the work put into it, I would feel bad if this movie bombed. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't know. Like, again, I'm not a Sonic fan. I don't know if I have any close friends that are Sonic fans. I think it will depend on what other films are we seeing around this? Like, mm-hmm. are we just itching to go to the theater to do to see anything? Do we just miss the theater? Because I'm a, f- a fairly frequent movie goer. And sometimes, you know, I haven't been if I haven't been in like six weeks, two months, I'm like, can I just go see something? Like, I just need that theater experience mm-hmm. back in my blood again. And I'm like, Sonic, okay, happy Valentine's Day to us. Yeah, Sam just said, go see Sonic with your sweetheart. I ain't got one. And then afterwards, take them out to eat at Sonic. Oh, what a perfect double date. Do you think? I double wonder the if Sonic, we, double the fun, if you know what I mean. I wonder <laughs> if Sonic restaurants will see an uptick in business around that time from people thinking like, oh, look, they match. Because it's a silly, yeah. it's a silly thing I go to all the time. This is why I'm always going to a local movie theater called The Galaxy, because I see so many sci-fi films. I'm like, well, I got to see it at the one called The Galaxy. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's fantastic. Um, so I had a weird experience happen to me this week. (laughs) A Um, ghost? Before I mention that, Sam asks, what do you think Sonic's feet smells like? Asking for a friend. Uh... This is a shit post. Do not take this seriously. Blueberries. Uh, just... That's what I think nice clean like. Hanes socks. Hanes with all that running though, would they really be c- clean? He's okay. He's so fast he can swap like out Axe body spray. No, no, no. He's so fast he can swap <laughs> out to fresh socks all the time, and we just don't see him. True. In the time True. you and I have been speaking of this, Sonic has changed into a fresh pair of socks twenty three times. That's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot. Uh, yeah, so I I had something weird happen to me mm-hmm. this week that I don't know if I can fully explain. So I've... I, Are I'm, you good? Uh, you still have all your fingers? Yes. Okay. I've been working at the sawmill for four whole years. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, no, so I... Look, my parents bought me something. Mm-hmm off of an Amazon wish list yes. of mine. They bought me this jean jacket that I am sporting on the Fresh, v- 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 nice, video new. version of this podcast, the whatnots.com slash YouTube, where you can find this. Yeah, if you right, see here. really need to Give see me my this one. jean jacket. <laughs> <laughs> um. So they bought me this and the headphones that I have on. Uh, But Amazon delivered it to the wrong house. Which makes no sense because it was... All right, so they delivered it to my old apartment. Okay. So the, like, first obvious thing would be like, oh, I haven't updated my address on that wish list 
right? Wrong. No. I have, and I did a long time ago, and I double-checked it to make sure. Uh, however, they still delivered it to my old house. Hmm. I don't know why. Um, and it was this weird thing that, like, my mom was like, well, how do we check? How do we fix this and all of that stuff? So I was like, okay, you can contact customer support and say, hey, it wasn't delivered or it was delivered to the wrong spot. But it's one of those things that that's like because it was a wish list, my parents weren't able to see the address that it oh. was being delivered to because that's a, a safety thing. Okay. Right? Um, just like, hey, we're not going to share our customers' addresses out and stuff like that. Um, so then, like, they, I think, were on the phone with customer support, and then my dad called me and was like, what was the address to your old uh, old house? And I had to, like, let them know so they could let them know. And it was just this whole big thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, so I, I went and I picked them up, and I obviously got them but yeah like i i don't understand how it happened because i only have one address in my amazon account i've updated the address on the wish list they have bought me stuff off that wish list before and it's come to the correct spot Hmm. I've bought myself stuff off that wish list, and it's come to the correct spot. Uh, the first thing I did when I moved into this house was update my ad my address on the Amazon app because we were like, "Oh, we need new this thing. We need a rug for the kitchen door and stuff and stuff like that." So it was just like that was the the first thing, right? Um, but I don't think I've ever really seen something like that happen where it seems like it was a glitch in their system or just like something like that of just like, Hey, something went wrong and we yeah. sent it to your old house. Oh, it happens. Glitches happen. I, I, yeah, I, but I, I work like, in, I work I've in never effectively. never seen it. <laughs> in the like in that way mm -hmm. that is a weird one i work in what is effectively like kind of an admin customer support kind of role and sometimes a thing just happens and you don't know why you can't oh, explain yeah. it you talk to your technical contact and they're like i don't know but yeah. i don't think it'll do it again tell me if it does it again and i'm like okay or I've, sometimes I've like the exact same thing because i'm like the email person mm -hmm. and they'll be like oh my god it did this one thing why is it doing this one thing what kind of of code did did you put in there and i was like i don't know I, that's yeah. the same thing i always do i was like uh let me test it again i, I, I didn't do and it, it looks totally fine i was just like well somehow it bugged out and yeah. did the thing but it's not happens. Thing now i can't sometimes replicate it so sometimes there's a gremlin sometimes there is not a gremlin that's okay it's you got them did you get everything that they got you those gremlins and those goddamn shelves <laughs> <laughs> uh 
Uh, let's see, and because Etsy decided it was my address now, it happened like three more times. Oh, that was weird. I just had a glitch on the Twitch chat. Sam, oh. it was missing one of your chats. The <sighs> like, you know what? I just remembered I had a flub with Etsy. There was just a big empty space there until I hit the chat. It was like, oh, by the way, she also said this. Uh, yeah, so it was sent, they sent, uh, your package to a non-existent address. Just like a void, Sam? It was my address. It happened multiple times. No. That's weird. How will they deliver you all your crystals? That's strange. Um, that's kind of like the, like, weird copy of the G- great gatsby yes that i have too that like mysterious book that got Man, mailed to you've me. had a lot of spooky things it. happen to you yeah <laughs> like that 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 one is a strange one because it was just this like one time thing where like that's the book i had in high school mm-hmm. i don't know how they have my new ad dress like I, this isn't something I'm communicating to them or my school or like. There's no like chain of c- command that my old teacher would somehow be able to get that and mail it to me. But then it was ma- 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 mailed. Like the return address on there was a fake address from the middle of nowhere in something, and I was just Ooh. like, I don't. This is. Oh, you got this from a truly secret admirer. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? So. The life of me and uh, <laughs> the Amazon packages that I get. Worst mm. book ever made. <laughs> this is why I like to go out and like purchase something with my own two bare hands. But then I suppose I'm in a, a greater danger because if the packages get lost, I'm attached to them because I'm holding them and they're in my car. So I'd have to fall into a wormhole. <laughs> Actually, weird that you say that because I'm reading some Superman comics where that basically happens. <laughs> he, uh, he tries to go sudden... home from the Bed Bath and Beyond and suddenly he's in a different state. Basically. Uh, he's, like, he's sent this villain to the Phantom Zone, and then, like, a week after that, all of a sudden, the entire planet Earth is just in the Phantom Zone, and he's like, whoa, wait, wait a minute, this isn't America? Oh, good. Uh, so yeah, something like that. Uh, but it is strange. How? I've been catching up on a lot of comics. That's good. Yeah, I've had a lot. I have the Marvel Unlimited app. I have DC Universe, and I still buy a bunch uh, physically. Wow. Uh, and I've been letting them stack up for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm like, I kind of want to get these done before winter break. Oh. So slowly well, what but are you going to do on winter break way. then? Uh, read something else. Play Pokemon. <laughs> I have to finish my reading to do different reading. Yes. 
Yeah. Yeah. No, it's I get it. I get it. I've been in that concern. same boat. Yeah, That's yeah. Why I've never been to these m- m- museums. Too many things to read. I got. I got to find out what Superman's gonna do. I can't exactly. stand around looking at up to eight tanks in a large room that is tank colored. I have to sit here for a whole month and wait for the next issue to come out. Okay. Uh, did did I say read Pokemon? Because I meant play. You could Pokemon. read Pokemon. They got mangas. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so not only did Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order come out uh, yesterday, but so did the new Pokemon games. Pokemon oh, Sword, Sword and Shield. Shield. Ooh, uh, what's your starter? I, you got it picked bought, out yet? I did. I played like the first 20 minutes, so I picked mm-hmm. my starter, and that was about it. Uh, I bought Pokemon Sword. Uh, and I went with Score Bunny. I'm a fire starter for life. <laughs> uh, have you picked a fire starter in every Pokemon generation that you've played? Yes. Wow. I ain't got I that kind so. of brand loyalty. I just pick whatever one I think is cutest. I only have uh... cute loyalty. Team Winkle Lizard. Is that what uh, Sobble turns into? Because I still haven't seen the pictures of what he turns into, and I've not heard good things. <laughs> he uh, also has yeah. human teeth. <laughs> I'm going to upgrade my He's Pokemon with human teeth, please. <laughs> uh, Inteleon <laughs> looks like a twink, and I love him. So <laughs> says Sam. <laughs> I ain't even I don't even know all the new new friends. No Pokemon. Uh, yeah, so there's a whole bunch of them. The three starters are Score Bunny, Sobble, and Grookey. Score Bunny is a fire bunny. Oh, there they obviously. are. That's right. Sobble is like a little tadpole thing. Um or he's, he's like he's like he's like a iguana looking thing yeah Ooh, uh, and then garuki is a little grass type monkey there's wulu who is a sheep oh uh and then there's yamper who is in the electric type corgi oh the corgi has a little i was on his i butt. was watching it's a great choice video about corgi puppies earlier today yeah yeah there's God, they're so small. And like, I, every once in a while, I'll stop and think, this person I knew was a baby once, but I've never done it with an animal. Like, like, (laughs) so my brother is a corgi, and I've only known him as like an adult. But I watched this video, and I'm like, he was a baby once, too. He was puppy. He looked like that. That was him once. He was doggo. Yeah. yeah, little yeah, they're just yeah, like this yeah, small. Tiny puppers. They can't see. They can't hear anything. I don't know what kind of design flaw that is. That <laughs> a, a puppy can't hear, and they just work so hard to get up like one step, and then they get big. Like six weeks later, like they can run around anywhere like Luke they Skywalker. want. What could I do at six weeks old? <laughs> you just got that. <laughs> I said, <laughs> that hit so late for you. Just, it was great. 
<laughs> he just he t- takes him six weeks. He gets big. He can open his eyes. <laughs> Ugh. Weird stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, do you have anything else you want to talk about before we wrap up here? Now, I might look more into this bigger Luke thing, because I, I, now that I've been introduced to the concept, I need to understand it. And I need to understand why people think it happened. Like, what? Like, if, okay, so if they believe Luke is big sometimes and small other times, why? why like what's the wh- purpose behind this? Is this another, like, Lucas thing? Like, you know, I, I always wanted a hero. God that damn was, it, Lucas. That was, uh, inconsistent heights, I think, uh, just. I always wish I had the money to make him slightly bigger and then slightly smaller again. It's so odd. <laughs> just, big, just big little. I love. I really like it. I need an entire film where this is truly and deeply done on purpose, and I want it to be a normal film. I want it to be a romantic comedy. Let's say it stars uh, our old buddy Paul Rudd. And sometimes sure. Paul Rudd, normal Paul... Oh, well, because he's Ant-Man. He's already done that. Why don't they do that in Ant-Man 3? Just like... He just where, shifts where he throughout gets each... Back to normal size, but somehow he got it just slightly wrong. So he's like three inches shorter. And he just keeps <laughs> shifting. It's like his entire height is on a dimmer switch. And like every yeah. like every scene, he's just like a couple inches off from one scene to the next. Yeah, and, In one and, scene, and Evangeline and Lily's like nine feet tall. Like, oh, we're... Like, weren't you up here last time? <laughs> what a true, what a truly haunting thing to have happened to you. He's like, shut up, performance anxiety, okay? It's <laughs> <laughs> like that prank you'd play on like a. Well, I've never known a real person to play this prank. I think this is only in stories where like you buy some, like you replace everybody's clothes. You replace you replace that person's clothes with the exact same clothes in a different size. So they think they're like gaining or losing point. weight yeah these pranks that i think only existed for jim to play on dwight and i don't think have happened in the real world <laughs> what's the most bananas prank you've ever played on someone any ever <sighs> i'm not much of a like a prankster <laughs> um your trickster I mean, god I'm, years are yet to come I'm, i mean we did the like raids and stuff at my church camp and stuff that's good though that's more than i've ever done yeah we did the like texas chainsaw massacre to the girls cabin that one time where we got the the guy who worked there at at the camp to help us like scare the girls maintenance staff and he brought a fucking (laughs) chainsaw without (sighs) the chain turned it on and started like sticking it inside their windows and stuff like that. And we're like, what the hell are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) We didn't sign up for this. (laughs) Yeah. I would imagine that would turn you off from future pranks. It was, it it was wild though. Yeah. I always just do like the goofy. Well, I haven't the last couple of years, but I do like the goofy April's fools photoshop where it's like here's a picture of me and my new boyfriend and it's me and the hamburglar (laughs) (laughs) 
I don't, I I had a couple others for a run of years, and that's the only one I remember. Yeah. I don't know. I don't have any. <laughs> I have antics that like weren't that. pranks. Like I don't think making that mix CD for Daniel Torrington was a prank because we meant it all <laughs> sincerely. Yeah. I so I I think the biggest prank that someone close to me did ended up being more of just like a jerk move uh there was someone that i knew that convinced this girl that he was married and like held it up for like six months what just yeah just like casually chatting and like when he was doing it he was like 18 so he like was just like oh yeah i got married last year uh all that stuff we we got married really young and stuff and just like kept it up for six months and then like eventually like told her and she was just like what the fuck is wrong with you (laughs) that's that is chilling (laughs) it's just like it's it it, it was so bizarre because it's like it's not even a funny thing no to do and like it was something that we saw him or like we we knew he was doing it for like the first week that he was doing it. it's like oh that's just J- 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 james making up this stupid stuff and then i guess we all forgot about it and didn't realize that <laughs> he was like leaving he had a wife just like we 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 just forgot that he was d- d- doing it and then it tar- turns out like we found out six months afterwards he was still up up to it. we're like dude you gotta stop like this is not you good need, <laughs> you need to move you need yeah. to give this up uh move to a different state i think yeah. uh you know maryland is pleasant yeah that was that was strange <laughs> oh weird thing Kids, uh, th- these are the lessons to take home with you. Always check your horse's teeth and don't lie about being married. Make sure Luke is the same height. <laughs> yeah, make sure you're not getting shorted on make the sure amount the of Luke's Luke in your life you are the same size as they were last time you saw them. <laughs> make sure you're not being shorted on the amount of Luke that you paid for. Like, if you buy a foot-long corn dog, make sure they're not giving you 11 and a half inches. You, you I mean... <laughs> that's good advice in general (laughs) for multiple things if you catch my drift (laughs) what you pay for check your horse's teeth and literally and metaphorically check your sonic's teeth check your sonic's teeth for health oh no we should end it there okay good night (laughs) ladies and gentlemen a little bit of housekeeping oh yes uh we have multiple podcasts and stuff like that so if you like what we do here go check out our website thewhatnots.com uh to learn more about our uh, uh, other podcasts uh or you can search the whatnots on your podcasting platform of choice and if you like what we do and you want to support us patreon.com slash the whatnots is where you can do that you guys can get early access to episodes you can get all all sorts of exclusive content uh which we just got done recording 
uh, a new exclusive yeah. episode of the Captain's Log. I still need to get that up. By the time this goes public, it will already be up. So go check that out. Yeah. $3 tier on our Patreon gets all the exclusive content. Uh, but also, big shout out to Sam and Christine. Thank, Thank you, you so much uh, for helping us out at the $5 tier on our Patreon uh, and helping us cover some of our, our 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 costs and stuff. It means a lot. So thank you. Uh that being said, Melissa, yes. What are you up to these days on the interwebs and where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at wilkywit. That's W I L K Y W I T. I haven't posted them yet, but go look at my Instagram to find pictures of this cool museum. There you go. That should be fun. Uh, you guys can find me at Yo Kyle Springer on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you guys can find us at The Whatnots on Twitter uh, for all of our updates there. Uh, be sure to like, share, subscribe. Uh, yeah. If you, if you can rate us or review us on iTunes or something like that, if you have some nice things to say about our sh- our show that would help us out a ton, uh, please go do that and help us out. That would be lovely. Mm-hmm. Uh, this has been episode 75 of the Captain's Log. Oh, big we one. We will get out of here. Yeah. Three, Big-ish. Three whole quarters. <laughs> three Almost whole quarters. enough for a big gulp. Yeah. Uh, that being said, let's get out of here. We will see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.